This is the message from Connection Community Church for this Easter Sunday, April 8th, 2012. Journey of Hope. Hope is here. Lead me to the cross. That's the journey that we've all been on together. And so this morning it is that we can say, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! That's the Easter word for praise God. Hallelujah! Last Sunday, together we were shouting Hosanna for Palm Sunday. And today we shout Alleluia for the risen Christ. Christ has risen. Alleluia. Mm. That's right, the risen Lord. Jesus Christ is risen today. He is risen. Can you say it with me? He is risen. risen. Again, he He is is risen. risen. One more time. He He is is risen risen indeed. indeed. Hallelujah. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved. We've been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, the risen Christ. Would you pray with me, please? Almighty God, we thank you so much for your grace that you went the distance for us, that you went on that journey for us. Each person here today and every person on this planet, Lord, you did it for each one of us. Thank you. God, help us live our lives as a thank you note back. And now, Lord, help us open up our hearts so that we might grow even more so that we might discover you maybe for the first time or get reacquainted with you today. We thank you today and all days, and we pray this in the name of the risen Christ and all of Connection Church said, amen. Amen. Wow, what a week. What a week in the life of Jesus. Last Sunday we were shouting, Hosanna! as he and his disciples were making their triumphal entry into Jerusalem. As people were throwing garments and palm branches down in the street, paying homage to the king. Unfortunately, that homage was very short-lived. Yeah, it sure was. On Thursday night, Jesus shared his last meal with his disciples, and shortly thereafter, Judas betrayed him, Peter denied him, And the rest deserted him. Early Friday morning, he was taken before the governor, whose name was Pilate, who did what the people requested. And Jesus was sentenced and whipped and crucified and nailed to the cross to suffocate and die. He was then buried in a borrowed tomb, And as far as most everyone there was concerned, that was the end. The end. Hope was gone. Hope. That's been our focus throughout this journey that began, gee, way back on February the 22nd on Ash Wednesday, a a day when we, we took a little time to remember our mortality and our sinfulness, when we recognized that we all fall short of the glory of God and that sooner or later, we all die. And since that day, we have traveled with Jesus on this journey of hope. 
on this journey, we've been reminded to keep our priorities straight, staying focused on Jesus. We've been reminded that there are obstacles on every journey and that we should not allow them to keep us from reaching our destination. We've been reminded that we are not in this alone, that we are in community with one another, and our saying around here is that it's not about me. While at the same time, we need to remember that there are times when we need to ask for a little help from our friends. In the past week, we've also been reminded of loss, loss of one kind or another as we've traveled with Jesus, as we've made this journey with Jesus to the cross, our journey of hope. And then came this past Thursday. And then came Friday. And the cross was no longer a destination that we were heading for with Jesus, but it became a reality as they nailed him to it. And Jesus breathed his last breath. He was buried. And this journey seemed pretty much hopeless. Hopeless. And we along with other Jesus followers, had to wonder, where is the hope? Where is the hope? I'm sure that's what the women were thinking on that third day after Jesus was crucified on Easter morning when they went to the tomb to anoint the body of Jesus with spices. I'm sure they were feeling rather hopeless since the one they loved the one they had followed was no longer with them since, since he was, well, he was dead and gone. I'm sure hope was the furthest thing from their minds as they headed for the grave that morning, morning, wondering how they would roll away the heavy stone that covered the opening of the cave-like tomb. Here's what happened. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in claws that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you, while he was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the others with them, who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women, because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. Can you imagine their surprise when they first got to the tomb? 
First, the stone was rolled away from the tomb entrance. Now, one source we read suggested that that stone weighed between one and two tons, between 2,000 and 4,000 pounds. Now, the stone was round like a big wheel, and in addition to that, it was set in a groove, it's set in a groove and, um, uh, in, fr- in front of the entrance, and then it was sandwiched between the tomb entrance and the stone wall they built to keep that stone from falling over. Now, often this groove that it, that it rolled in was not level but slightly sloped. To close the tomb, the stone would be rolled down the groove, down the incline, and come to rest in front of the entrance. On the other hand, though, to open that tomb, that stone would have to be rolled up the groove, up the incline. And you know, it, must, it couldn't be very easy to roll a two-ton stone up an incline at that, uh, at that tomb's entrance. What, what a surprise it must have been for them, those women to see that stone rolled away. What a surprise. Well, the next surprise was seeing that the tomb was empty. It was empty, and that didn't make sense. Jesus had died. He was buried. And these women came to anoint Jesus' lifeless body with spices. That was the custom. But the body was gone. Jesus was gone. And then the next surprise was the two men standing there in gleaming like lightning, like lightning clothes. And they frightened the women, and, and the women looked down, but the men asked them why they were looking for the living among the dead. He's not here, they said. He has risen. And then the re- men reminded the women of what Jesus had said before he died, that he would be delivered in the hands of sinful men, crucified, and then the third day be raised again. And it was at this point that the women did remember what Jesus had told them before he died. The women, Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, who was the mother of James, and some others shared what they had seen with the disciples. Well, not believing them, good old Peter... Peter ran to see for himself. He was one that had to see things for himself, wasn't he? He looked in, and he saw the strips of linen that had covered the dead body just lying there, lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering what had happened. You know, everybody that day seemed surprised by what they saw, surprised that Jesus, in fact, had risen from the dead, even though he had told them that that was going to happen. And so we have to wonder, why were they surprised in spite of Jesus forewarning them? Why were they surprised by what they saw that first Easter morning? And the only thing we can figure is, it's because they'd already given up hope. The journey they'd been traveling with Jesus, as of that last Friday, as of Good Friday, as of the day he had been hung on that cross, was no longer a journey of hope for them. And the events of that day, Friday, their hope was gone. Their hope was gone. But then came Easter morning, the first day of the week, Sunday. And, hallelujah, the situation was anything but hopeless expecting to find a dead body. Instead, they found an empty tomb. 
not because the body had been removed, but because Jesus had resurrected just as he said he would. On Friday, the grave seemed to be the victor, but on Sunday morning, the grave was overcome. We've been singing about that this morning. On Friday, everything seemed hopeless. Hope was gone. But on Sunday, hope returned. Hope filled the air. In fact, that's what Easter is all about. It's all about hope. Hope. And that's what the empty tomb offers each one of us here. It is a symbol of hope. And we know that we know that we know that death does not win. Amen. (laughs) When we see the empty tomb, we know that Jesus overcame the grave. We know, we know that even though he was stripped and whipped and beaten and hung on the cross to die, that he was buried, we know that ultimately he lives. He lives, he lives. Even though on Friday hope was gone, surely Sunday came and hope lives on. Hope lives on. You know, um, you and I are going to have some Fridays in our lives, aren't we? Not as bad as the Friday Jesus had. <laughs> Not that bad, but, but we're going to have some Fridays. Just the same. And, 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 and these Fridays are going to be really, really difficult. And um, at, at times we're going to be wondering if we're even going to get through them. And some of these Fridays are going to be so challenging, so difficult, so painful, that we're going to wonder if God is even there with us. We're going to be on those Fridays reminded of what Jesus himself cried out on that last Friday of his life when he was feeling pretty abandoned by everyone, including God the Father. You know, on that day, even Jesus cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That will be what what we're feeling on some of the Fridays in our lives. When when all hope seems to have taken a holiday. And it's on those Fridays that we need to always remember that even though it's Friday, Sunday's coming. Even though it's Friday, say it with me, Sunday's coming. Now I have a true confession I cannot see a single one of you out there. (laughs) But I know you're out there. Are you out there? (laughs) Yeah, you're out there. And here's the word for each one of you and for me, for us. On those days when in our lives all hope seems to have gone, when all hope seems to have faded, on those Fridays of our lives we need never forget That Easter is coming, that Easter morning when everyone was wondering about hope, when they looked in the empty tomb, when they realized this, here is our message today, hope is here. Hope is here. When 2,000 years ago, when they realized that Jesus had risen from the dead and was living, they realized that hope is here. Even though we have Fridays in our lives, you and I know that Jesus lives Jesus is risen. He lives. And since he lives, we have hope. 
We have hope. I'd like to share, we'd like to share 1 Peter verse 3, chapter 3, verse 15 with you. But in your hearts, set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. Can we say that together again? But in your hearts, set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. You see, the reason that we are hopeful is because Jesus is resurrected. It's because Jesus is alive. It's because Jesus is here. And when Jesus is here, hope is here. A journey of hope. That's what we've been on these past several weeks, a, a journey focused on Jesus, focused on the cross. And you know, the cross is a symbol of love. It reminds us of just how much Jesus loved us. You know, he loved us this much. Amen? Amen. Amen. And, and, and he died. He died on that cross loving you and me. But then the, the empty tomb, that's a symbol also, and that's our symbol of hope. You know, with one step beyond the cross, love and one step further is our hope. While we focus on this journey, our focus was the cross, our end point really is the empty tomb. Because when we look in that tomb, we know hope is here. When we think of the risen Christ and, and how he lives even today, we know hope is here. Hope is here. Say it with me. Hope, hope is, is here. here. Hope is here. And so we have been on a journey of hope. And each week we have pulled something out of the backpack, a symbol, a reminder of our journey that we focused on each week since February 22nd. Well, today we're not going to pull anything out of that backpack this morning because we've reached our destination Hope is here. The risen Christ is here. And nothing in that backpack can beat that. Nothing. We have completed our journey of hope. And hope is here. That's the Easter message. Hallelujah. And amen. Let's pray. Almighty God, we thank you and praise you for this journey of hope that we have been on together, for the reminders that there are difficulties along the way that will stumble and fall, will be very challenged, that there will be obstacles, but that we are in a community, that we're not meant to go it alone, that there are sisters and brothers who come alongside of us, and it's important for us to ask for help. And Lord, we've We've taken a look at triumphs, and we've also taken a look at loss and, and the darkness. But we don't need to stay there, Lord, because you are alive, and the dark is never dark again, but you bring forth light. You're alive. Thank you, Lord, for, for the hope that you pour into each one of us, that you journey with us as we walk it out in this life 
and into the next life with you. Lord, here on earth and in heaven, we thank you and praise you, for you are the great I Am. Thank you for your gospel message, Lord, your word of hope into our lives. We praise you in the name of the risen Christ and by the power of the Holy Spirit and all of Connection Church on this Easter morning said, Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at www.connectioncc.org. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life that he offers. Thank you.